Welcome everyone to episode 21 of Down to Play. I'm your host, Dapper Tux, along with Next Gen Player. For this show, we'll be reacting to all the breaking news around the PlayStation 5, including the PS5 showcase on Wednesday, launch titles for the console, the PlayStation 5 event literally broke the internet. After news broke about the Xbox Series X and S pricing, the entire gaming world shifted their eyes in the direction of PlayStation for pricing, pre-order, and release date information around the new next-gen console. The long-awaited Sony conference finally took place on Wednesday, September 16th. We not only got the price and release date of the PS5, but other world exclusives also made an appearance. Next-gen, uh, what did we see and what were your thoughts? I have to say, like, this has been a really, really strange summer and, you know, strange year in general. You know, like we had E3 cancelled and we had the Summer Game Fest and all these other conferences that were happening all summer so i feel like yep. it's been, it's been like a really like fragmented year and you know there's been lots of shows way more shows than what we're used to but they've all been spread out and sporadically you know placed in the calendar so and i think honestly out of all the shows that i've seen in the last i would say three to four months like the xbox show the playstation shows like everything else that we've seen i think that this show that we just saw on wednesday is probably the best overall in terms of of the like the overall presentation i thought it was a really slick presentation um but in terms of selling the actual consoles right like i mean that's what that's the objective of all these shows they want people to you know be interested in and and pre-order the, the consoles and i thought that that sony i mean they started off the conference by saying Final Fantasy 16 is exclusive to PlayStation. We were waiting for the mic drop moment for next gen. And in my opinion, that is the mic drop because that is, you know, that Final Fantasy went to Xbox uh, 360, you know, what, what was it? 10 years ago now, that was the big announcement that happened at, at E3. And it was Final Fantasy has been multi-platform um, for the last decade and now it's going back to Sony, it seems. Like, Sony, they they snatched up Final Fantasy back with Final Fantasy VII. They launched the PlayStation 1. And that Square Enix was one of the main reasons why I think Sony PlayStation became so dominant. They had fantastic games that everyone wanted to play that were exclusive on PlayStation. And the fact that they have Final Fantasy XVI exclusive, um, we don't know if it's going to be you know, six months or 12 months or a full exclusive. We're not really sure about the details on that. It, I've heard that it's going to be six months uh, exclusive before it comes out on PC and then 12 months exclusive before it comes out on other consoles, which I guess, i.e. would be uh, the, the Xbox Series X. But even still, like one year, like, I mean, Final Fantasy is a massive franchise and that being exclusive was the mic drop, in my opinion. And here's the other thing, too, that I don't think a lot of people have been talking about. Final Fantasy is huge around the world, but Final Fantasy is especially popular in Japan, right? And I yeah. and I know, like, Xbox historically has not done well in Japan. That, that's Everyone knows that. But the fact that Final Fantasy is going to be exclusive to PS5 in Japan, that is, like, man, that is, that is a huge blow, to xbox in japan like if if xbox had i had ideas of getting back and sort of reclaiming their spot in that country like that is a massive blow and and that in itself is going to make ps5 so appealing to japanese you know what i mean like they're gonna they're gonna go out and, and like 
tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands buying their PlayStation 5s because they're not going to want to miss Final Fantasy 16. No, absolutely. That worldwide market is is captured. And what a way to take, uh, you know, I, we all heard the rumors before this event actually happened that Final Fantasy 16 was going to be announced here. There might have been a few rumors that were calling for the exclusivity, but uh, this, this was just something else. And what a way with this showcase, it was almost like a final sales pitch for the PlayStation 5. They started the show off super strong made uh, an amazing case for the console all the way through and then they had a big announcement to end it all off which we'll get into a little bit later but what a pitch and then right after that you know opened up pre-orders mere hours later so i don't know for me it it, it had me sold i would to be totally honest i was sold on the console beforehand especially with something like ratchet and clank coming down the pipeline we know that it's not a launch title we know it's a launch window title but there's just so many good games coming to the playstation 5 that you just can't help sort of smile and it's games that are going to be coming in a short order so one other thing that i really wanted to stress with this showcase which is why it it to me it really stands out as being the best of the summer is there has been criticism after criticism after criticism all summer long about the lack of gameplay that's being showed in yeah. and sony I think Sony, they obviously, they typically do show a lot of gameplay in their in their conferences, but the, the first one that they had for the PS5 didn't have a whole lot of gameplay, and I think they listened to the criticisms and they just came back because this showcase was gameplay after gameplay. You had Spider-Man, Miles Morales, about three minutes of gameplay for that. And I was sold on that gameplay. You could see the, the, the ray tracing happening in real time. You could see all the reflections off of the baddies' armor. Uh, Spider-Man looked great. I, again, I know it's coming to PS4, but I will only play that game on the PS5. It, it, it looks terrific. And then, and then also um, Final Fantasy showed quite a bit of gameplay. Um, and what else? Oh, Call of Duty. You know, Call of Duty was showing gameplay. So, I mean, like, there were obviously some trailers that were just the usual CG and sizzle reel and all that. Ooh, Demon Souls as well. That was that was gameplay as well, too. It, it looks great. Again, I was shocked that, like, it blew me away. That's a launch title. I know it's a remake for what it looked like and what it means to, to the, you know, to the PlayStation OGs and to probably a lot of new fans. Having these super rich adventure games, you've got Spider-Man, you've got uh, Demon Souls. We also know that very soon within the launch window, we're going to see uh, Ratchet and Clank. Like these are these are three games that you would expect maybe to see over you know a year and a half span. You're going to get two of them at launch, and then you're going to probably get one of them in Ratchet and Clank within that launch window, which. We were talking about before the podcast, how do we establish a launch window? We're thinking it's going to be anywhere within the three to four months of when the PS5 launches. But even that, like even getting Ratchet and Clank within that timeline is extremely impressive uh, when you think about other consoles, you know, launch launch windows. One thing that I want to just, just going back on to uh, what you're saying with Demon's Souls, one thing that was really, really, really you know, catching to me was was that, and I actually saw this. It was on Reset Era, and uh, and it was on Reddit as well. Someone actually did a side by side comparison of the PS5 version of Demon Souls and the PS3 version of Demon Souls, and the loading for the PS3 between the different areas that you go to, it was something like 13 seconds or 14 seconds. It was a a long time. On the PS5, 
it was less than a second. It was like 0. 0.87. Nice. Yeah, 0.87 of a of a second. And you have to think about all the bells and whistles going on. You've got 4K textures loading. You've got you've got ray tracing supported there as well too. So there's a way more technically going on in the background than than it was with the PS3 version. But man, oh man, like I'm just so excited. There's just so much to play. It's actually pretty interesting to me because Sony just showed the gameplay trailer for Demon Souls, but didn't really even get into the fact that there's almost no loading. Like we we pretty much expected it. I didn't realize how fast the loading was until I saw those animated GIFs that people were posting online. And then I was like, 0.87 of a second? Like I'm playing Demon yeah. Souls with no loading. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that that is something that you would think Sony would want to like really, you know, like, you know, flash on the screen, you know, um, you know, fat, like, like hyper fast loading or whatever, but, but no, like they, they totally didn't have any of that marketing talk into it and just showed pure gameplay. But, um, but man, like that SSD is pretty impressive that, that, you know, the fact that I'm going to be able to play games with no loading, it's, it's crazy. And right now we're just talking about all first party games. Like there's still third party content that we haven't really touched upon that was announced as well too. Again, we had the massive bombshell at the end. If I guess if we're going to stick with first party content right now of the next God of War, of God of War 2 Ragnarok coming. And there is some debate, like we're still not too sure exactly. Is it its own standalone experience or DLC? Uh, what do you think next gen? Uh, I'm, I'm really, I'm not too sure. I've been thinking about this for days now and I just keep on going back and forth. So I, I really do think this is a full blown sequel. Um, I think because, I mean, you can tell that in, in the trailer, um, Kratos is, is talking to Atreus, like he's telling Atreus to get ready. Right. So, I mean, like yeah. it's, it's obviously going to start both of them and we know that Ragnarok is in the same mythology. Right. And I think, um, I, like if it was a spin-off or an expansion, I don't know. I, I, I feel like fans wouldn't really respond to that as well as a full sequel. Like we want, we, we, we can pretty much expect it's going to be a trilogy, right? And we want it to be a trilogy. So, um, you know, it just makes sense for it to be a sequel. And the other thing is that it is only going to be three years since the last game, and three years for a AAA game is very short, right? Like, you, I, I was expecting God of War would have come, like, I was expecting Horizon would probably be 2022, and then God of War would be 2023. That's what what I originally had, but but no, they're both coming next year. But the other thing, too, that that's actually, like, it's really important to mention is... There was an interview that I read, uh, must have been a, a few months ago, half a year or so ago, maybe, um, where Jim Ryan said that that the plan for PS5 is to release, you know, exclusive games and at a pace that is unprecedented, right? Like, that's exa exactly what he said, like, unprecedented speed, right? So I don't know how... They are developing games this quickly. I don't know how Horizon is coming next year. I don't know how God of War is coming next year. It seems like they they magically cut out two years of development time. But um, but that's like that's what Jim Ryan was saying. So maybe they like 
they beefed up their staff in the last few years and they've got you know they've got more bodies on on these games that can get get them out faster with horizon based on the lead time between the, the game the first game essentially launched at the beginning of the life cycle of the playstation 4 as opposed to now it's coming out at the beginning of the life cycle of the playstation 5 i could see that but for for god of war it was it was recently released when you're talking about the development cycle of a of a triple a game such as this what jim ryan was saying and this is the pace that we can start getting used to you know playstation studios titles coming out at, at this at this rate oh boy it's it's going to be a, an exciting next generation so you've got all of xbox's you know development houses lined up you've got all of of sony's absolute triple a platinum standard games you know you've got your naughty dog lined up you've got gorilla lined up insomniac games now man even looking into the future i wonder if insomniac is going to have something um around sunset overdrive too because they we know they own they own that ip so yeah <laughs> it's just i don't know it just seems like so much could be coming so fast if this maybe jim ryan or jim ryan obviously knows what's coming in terms of the the window of the playstation 5 but i don't know even for what's in front of us right now it's extremely exciting well if and the other thing too is like if, if you think about games historically, new games used to come out around every maybe two to three years. Like, think back to, like, the Xbox 360, right? How many Halo games came out for that console, right? Like, we had Halo 3, we had, yeah. we had ODST, we had Reach, we had, we had Gears of War 1, we had Gears of War 2, we had Gears of War 3, you know what I mean? Like, they, like they were pumping out these games every two or three years. Um, and it's only really in the last gen where, where suddenly games were like, you know, five years or six years. So if Sony have somehow managed to get games back to like three or four years between the titles, that is amazing. And here's actually one thing that I was going to think about too. If God of War is actually going to be a trilogy and God of War Ragnarok is coming out next year, right? And we can expect that PS5 is going to be about a, a six or seven year cycle. We could actually get God of War three also on the PS five. No, I don't. I, I would say that's not outside of the realm of possibility at all. Especially if we see God of War two, if this is not DLC and in fact a brand new God of War game. Oh, without a doubt, I think it will finish off the generation. But yeah, you could have a complete God of War trilogy, which in the past took two to three generations to complete. Now in a single generation you know, here's the whole story and it's, you know, triple A storytelling. Actually, that's a good segue to our, our next segment. So we were going to be talking about, you teased us a little earlier, but talking about fantasy scheduling the PS5 games for 2021. So what we're going to do here is like, there's actually a lot of games that Sony has already announced for 2021 and big games at that, right? And it's just like, it, there's just so many games that are coming out. How are they going to schedule all these into the year so you were talking about ratchet and clank when do you think ratchet and clank is going to release i'm going to make my prediction for ratchet and clank at some point in early february if it's not coming in february it's definitely got to hit around march so i i just i see this point as as the perfect way for sony to ramp up a positive 2021 by just dropping ratchet and clank as soon as possible and based on what we've seen and the amount again you talked about it before too uh next gen you were alluding to the fact that we've seen so much gameplay insomniacs it sounds like they're ready to drop this at any point so i think they might have wanted to sort of share the love over the, the the last half of 2020 and into 2021 when it came to ps5 games so i i think ratchet and clank is more ready than everyone wants to believe so it it, it could land i think mid-february to uh to to march but again i'm the sooner this comes the happier i will be but 
looking at looking back at the PS5, even just the launch titles, first party launch titles, they look like they're going to be keeping me busy for for quite some time. And based on what I'm going to finish off, some of the the um, the, the titles like Demon Souls as well as uh, Spider Man, uh, Miles Morales, and depending if I go back and then do the the enhanced version of uh, Spider Man on PS Five, like there's just so much so much to play. Before we jump ahead to the future, uh, next gen, what do you think is going to be the very first game you play on your PS Five? It's always such a momentous occasion. Like realistically, the first game I'm going to be playing is Astrobot because it's it's built right into the console, um, and it. Yeah. From what it sounds like, I think there was, they said there's going to be five levels to the game, and each of the levels are going to be um, showing off a different feature of the PlayStation 5. So it's almost like sort of like a tech showcase. <sighs> Man, yeah. like th- there's other games that I want to play more for sure. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm really excited about Astrobot, but I just like, I feel like it's going to be maybe a two or three hour experience. And then, uh, you know, and that'll be it. So I'm going to just, I'm going to motor through Astrobot. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to figure out like, you know, what, it, what are these um, new features, like the new rumble and the new tension in the controllers and stuff like that. Um, and then, but then, but after I finish that game, the very first game that I have to dive into for sure is going to be Demon Souls. Like that Demon Souls, I love the Souls games. Like Demon Souls, it, it is the original. It's the OG. Like people some people don't you know don't know that it's the og or haven't played it but like this is what created stuff like dark souls and and uh and bloodborne and all, all the rest right so and i think it looks amazing like i it it truly does look next gen and and i'm just so excited to get my butt handed to me <laughs> Yeah, for for me again, I think same thing. I'm gonna go through the Astrobot, and and then after after that, I think Dapper Junior. I've been showing him so much around Miles Morales, and I've been replaying a lot of uh, the current Marvel Spider-Man on the PS4. So. I've been showing him the footage about the new one coming out. And I just been saying, Hey buddy, with PS five, there's a new Spider-Man. So he's hyped for that. So that'll be like our, our father son time to get through uh, a lot of, a lot of miles Morales. But after hours, I think, uh, I don't think he can handle demon souls at six years old, but that'll, that'll, that'll be my third. But again, like I think Dapper junior, he'll, he'll love, and I'll love playing Astro bots. I love the, those sort of more cartoony sides of an introduction to a console. I love the idea of it's going to take us through some of the features we're, we're going to see, uh, in the future with with the games and then yeah for me it's spider-man and then you're right demon souls i, I really want to jump back into that for sure i feel like i'm probably going to end up playing miles morales and demon souls at the same time because i'm sure i'll be playing demon souls and die 20 times on the same boss and then get frustrated and then be like okay i'm taking a break i'm playing spider-man for the next couple hours i need something that's Let's, you know, a little bit more chilled in this game. <laughs> Something to save your sanity. All right. So I want to go back to the fantasy scheduling. So we think, uh, well, you were saying Ratchet and Clank is going to be uh, early next year. I, I agree. They said it's going to be in the launch window. Launch window to me seems like the first three to four months. So I think it's probably going to hit around February, uh, March. I think it definitely has to hit around then because Sony's year end is uh, the end of uh, March. And they definitely want to get, you know, Ratchet and Clank in their fiscal year so they can they can count that for their sales. So, yeah, I think it's probably going to be about February. Um, but then we've got stuff like Horizon 2 that's coming out next year. Um, all we know is 2021. I think probably it might be around the same time as, say, like The Last of Us. Like, I feel like Horizon 2 could be 
a May or a June, um, sort of like mid-year. The Horizon 1 came out in uh, 2017, so that'll be like, you know, almost exactly four years to the day um, if it comes out in, in like, you know, in Q2. Um, what about what about you? Like, when do you think Horizon 2 is going to land? Horizon 2? Yeah, I think it it's all about what how Ratchet & Clank sets the the sort of tone so i think if ratchet and clank does drop march uh april may june yeah i'm gonna say if they space them out three months apart i don't think it's gonna interfere sort of with sales or with the energy and hype around the titles so i think june yeah summer launch especially you know i don't know if there's anything there is such a thing anymore in game in the gaming industry because everything's so packed now as a summer lull uh, but I think if you consider a summer lull and something a big juicy adventure uh, like Horizon Two to drop in that time frame, I think that would be the the, the perfect sort of forward thinking map that Sony needs into twenty twenty one. All right, and two and two other games that are like they're super huge, apparently coming out next year. God of War Ragnarok was announced for twenty twenty one, and Final Fantasy sixteen was also announced for twenty twenty one. Like, geez, what a year! Um, I, I already think 2021 is going to be a, a much better year for gaming, like just just based on what we're seeing here, um, yeah. you know, at, at least for, for at least for for PlayStation, it's going to be I mean, this was a great year, but next year is going to be amazing. Um, God of War, I mean, like, I gotta imagine God of War is going to be maybe September and then Final Fantasy 16. I I can't even see Final Fantasy 16 landing next year. Like I, Square Enix yeah. is notorious for delays and taking a long time to develop their game. So I, you know, I can honestly see that one being 2022, but if it is going to hit next year, I'm thinking maybe around like the Death Stranding time, which was like mid, mid November. So yeah. that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say like maybe September for God of War. It's going to be like, cause that was their, their Spider-Man slot, right? September. And then Final Fantasy 16 is is going to be the big holiday exclusive for PS5. I don't know. What do you what do you think? I think the opposite. I think actually God of War. I think Ragnarok is going to hit uh, late winter, more like November, hitting a, right before Black Friday, just to further push some PS5 consoles. Uh, out the door. I don't know how much more of an encouragement you need <laughs> at this point with all these games. <laughs> and then I think we are going to see Final Fantasy 16 actually early 2023. I think it's going to be that that far off. But uh, we'll, we'll see. I could be super wrong. But I just think with uh, with a lot of the implications with COVID-19 and, and delayed development, I think that's what's going to happen. Especially with also understanding that a lot of what we saw with Final Fantasy was on PC dev kits. I, I don't think that's a slight against PS5. I already saw some nonsense takes online. You know, oh, it's on a, it's on a dev kit. I, everything is right like we're just launching a console here so but i do think with you're right with uh, square enix and how long it takes them to you know develop these really deep beautiful games with so many components to them i think it's going to be a lot further off and i think the the, the big the big sort of uh push is going to be 2020 late 2021 with uh, god of war ragnarok yeah and the other thing too to, to just quickly mention here we won't actually put dates on them but they're there is actually a bunch of other games that Sony has announced as well, like, you know, Ghostwire Tokyo, Returnal, uh, Gran Turismo 7, Oddworld. Like, there's just, there's so many games. I almost get the, the sense that Sony is taking a playbook uh, or play, a play piece out of um, Nintendo, right? Because Nintendo, like, Nintendo launched the uh, the Nintendo Switch in 2017, and they had a big first party exclusive every month for the entire year. If you remember that, yeah. Oh, those were 
that was just one hit after the other. It was Nintendo paradise. <laughs> yeah. And Sony is traditionally slow. Like they usually have their heavy hitters, maybe two or three years into the gen, but I think they, yeah, they're taking the playbook that Nintendo wrote with, with Nintendo switch and just, they're going to slam us. So 2021 going to be a phenomenal year. Even if like three quarters of these games end up coming out in 2021 and the rest slip into 2022, it's going to be a great year, I think. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I still think PS5 is going to be, you know, it's going to sell like hotcakes, absolutely. right? I mean, it's already it's already crashing websites and it's going to... It's Oh, man. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, in 2020, if you want to know how much bandwidth... Uh, your website can handle why don't you just try to host some ps5 pre-orders because you'll know within the first five minutes whether or not your 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 website is on its feet or not but uh yeah it's uh it was it was something else this week with the uh, with the ps5 pre-orders i mean i don't think it went as smoothly as 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 sony wanted but i have to give big credit to them because they even said you know mia culpa this could have gone better we had an intent, it didn't go that way, and we're releasing more consoles in the coming weeks for pre-order. So nothing's perfect in this world, and I don't know. I personally secured my my PS5 pre-order, so maybe that's why I'm a little bit more zen <laughs> at this point. I, I knew from the get-go, I knew as soon as I was hearing about the PS5, like you had to be on your A-game or you weren't getting this thing because the, the, the hype was the momentum for PlayStation's come out of last generation into next gen. And it, it, it was the big ticket item. Like everyone knew that was going to happen. So, you know, um, I don't know. What are your thoughts about the, uh, the, the PS5 uh, pre-order situation? Like you said, I mean, we all expected that demand was going to far outstrip supply, right? Like there's just no way that yeah. Sony was going to be able to produce enough consoles to satisfy every single one that wanted a, a PS5 this year it's just impossible we knew for sure exactly like what you said like i mean and this is this is not even just the ps5 i i had the same mindset when i was pre-ordering the xbox one and the ps4 and the ps3 and like in every console pretty much like you have to be on your a game you know that they're going to sell out every console sells out at launch right even get consoles you wouldn't think that would sell, that would have sold out they they all sold out we all know that right and and the thing is, like, um, I do think that Sony definitely should have communicated better. And, and I'm glad to see that they apologize on Twitter. That was nice. But the thing is, too, is that had they actually announced a future date for the pre-orders, I think it actually would have been worse for people that are pre-ordering because then everybody would have had days to prepare, including scalpers, including people that are going to set up bots they're going to auto buy all yep. these consoles, right? The fact that they launched the pre-orders as a surprise probably took the some of the bot um a little bit off guard. Um and I think I think it it, it might have been actually a little bit easier to get a console because of that, right? Like I To be totally honest, I had the same line of thinking too. Like I I I like the transparency that Microsoft's trying to put forward with the pre-orders that are about to hit this Tuesday with the uh with the Xbox X and Xbox Series uh s but i i do worry that everyone knowing at the same time it's going to drop at the exact same moment i think you're just going to have mass retail websites crashing and uh even more frustration so i i don't know i think in the in the era of covid this is also just uh exaggerated as well too like the the uh, the issues because no one really wants to walk into a store and slap down money and in, in, in fears rightly so 
of uh, of COVID nineteen. So it's it's just even more stress on on retail website infrastructure. So I guess it remains to be seen which strategy worked the best. Again, Sony even said, listen, we're thinking these are going to be coming out early tomorrow morning at your local retailer. And then uh, re- some retailers jumped the gun. We know that they, they, they started uh, pre-orders a lot earlier and, and lucky, luckily, you know, a few of us were just a little more in tune with, Hey, this, this could be coming. Um, but uh, the general public had, had, I think no idea. And then by the time most of, you know, you're more, casual uh early adopters hopped online the next day everything was gone so there there was that that level of disappointment but looking towards launch though we do have uh a little bit to talk about with the confirmed launch games which again uh, this list for me personally is extremely exciting uh we've got we've got godfall which i think is going to be a real technical showcase of course we've been you know talking quite a bit about uh demon souls and the the hardcore challenge it's going to pose it looks absolutely beautiful uh next gen and i are super excited i think we we have the same excited excitement for astrobot although it's going to be you know more of a console tour experience it's going to really show us some aspects of what the new hardware can do um destruction all-stars and Sackboy, a big adventure as well, too. And of course, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales uh, and the upgraded version that's going to come with that in the Ultimate Edition for or the original of Mar- Marvel Spider-Man. And finally, this all of these, it doesn't even include all the third-party titles like your Call of Duties, your Assassin's Creed Valhalla's. Like there's, there's just going to be so much to play. And I think in an early wa- launch window, this is extremely healthy. Um, what are your thoughts, Next Gen, about all these confirmed launch games? What would you? What do you think? What would you give this a, as a grade um, for for a launch lineup for a brand new console launching in the middle of a pandemic with supposed uh, hardware shortages? There's just so much working against both companies to launch these consoles. Uh, I don't know. I think it's uh, they're building the plane on the runway as it's about to take off. So I think we also got to give these companies some some credit as well too, in terms of. Uh, pulling off this this these next gen uh ne- next gen launches great what i would give it that you're putting me on the spot here i like it um, <laughs> i might even have to give it an a i i'm thinking an a too like the general excitement and and you have to look at this as if you look back at all the histories of all consoles launching you were lucky to get a single game you were like oh hot damn i want to play that yeah right? like it 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 didn't really happen but here i three titles i am dying to play demon souls astrobot uh spider-man and now i'll give you a fourth Sackboy, a big adventure like i i'm excited for these genuinely would buy these outside anytime outside of this console's launch window so i don't know i i agree i think it i think a yeah like the thing is is that okay if i'm looking back at the ps4 i think the launch titles for that was knack and kill zone i'm not sure if there's there might have been like some more like like this is this is way bigger than than the ps4 launch like way way but like here's the other the, a reason why i give it an a is that okay before the showcase happened when i was thinking about the launch titles for the ps5 i thought godfall spider-man miles morales and maybe like 10 other games like like call of duty like games that are coming out on the current gen call of duty um cyberpunk madden like games like that but i literally thought godfall and spider-man were going to be the two big ones and the fact 
that okay demon souls is like that's a bombshell to me like that i thought yeah that came out of right field and people aren't talking about that it's a launch title that just was announced five days ago uh and we knew it was coming but bam it's like launch title i thought we would see ratchet and clank hit as a a part of the launch lineup before we would see something like demon souls That's, that's incredible yeah, and like, and I, I have to agree about uh, with Sackboy. Like, I I love Little Big Planet. Like, I'm a, such a huge fan of Little Big Planet. I love Sackboy. I know that this is not going to have the community aspect, and it's just like it's it's a straight platformer from what I can see. Um, but that's that's fine. Like, I think I think it's going to be totally fun. It's going to be great to to revisit Sackboy, especially since we haven't had a Little Big Planet. And geez, like I don't know when was Little Big Planet three. Like that, I feel like that was maybe. 2014 or something like i don't know five yeah. five six years ago right um and and so and then and then they they threw in destruction all-stars which um i don't think it's like you know it's not their biggest title for sure but i i like i'm, I'm a big fan of destruction derby which was on the ps1 i like rocket league this this seems like you know an amalgamation of those two games um and it, it looks cool like i i can't wait to play that one um, and they're, they're all coming at launch. Like I, n- this is the first time it, that I can remember that I, that I'm actually, I have a launch console and I have so many games and I'm not even sure which one I should play. <laughs> like what, how, how yeah. do I decide between yeah. Demon Souls and Spider-Man or like, I don't know. And Godfall, like Godfall looks cool too. So I don't know. It, it's, yeah, it, it's definitely a really good launch lineup and I, Yeah. Solid A for me. No, I, I I personally look at, yeah, I give it a solid A too. And I'm going to say that the PlayStation 5 uh, launch lineup, it really is an embarrassment of riches. Quite a bit of variety. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. Um, I think though for now, we're going to have to call it game over for this episode. Excited for PS5. I think you should be too. Let's hope everyone out there gets the pre-orders uh, secured that they hope in order to, you know, join the rest of the gaming community that have their pre-orders secured for day one. Uh, but for now, I'm Dapper Tux. And I'm Next Gen Player. You can catch us on Twitter and Instagram at Dapper underscore Tux and at Next Gen Player. We are always down to play. Down to play.